Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Power Hour. Sorry, wanted to make yeah, sure. Wait, I got would you my... forget what time it was? What's no, wrong no. with you? I, I, I think it's dumb. Are you are you working harder this hour than you were last hour? Absolutely. This is like the third quarter. You're not playing harder in the fourth quarter no, than I'm you were in the first. Game long. Oh, come on! You got to save your energy a little bit. I, this is sports talk. This isn't a freaking game. You sit and you talk. <laughs> Maybe you for sh- you it's sports talk. To me, it's a game. Right? Because you keep making stuff up and you make your own <laughs> rules. All right, uh, we coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And by the way, yeah. as we've told you, they'll help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, again, the way tire buying should be now. We're monitoring the Dodgers tonight. I'm sure they'll blow it. As they're squaring off against the Pittsburgh Pirates, I believe that's the only game we have that's currently live right now. That's my only team left also, so don't jinx them. I need them to win. The Dodgers. They're not your team. Well, the Mets are out of it, so what do you want me to do now? Not give your mush to anyone else, please, (laughs) for the love of all that is holy. Dodgers just took the lead 7-6. to That game is in the top of the ninth inning. Uh, early baseball, did you like the slate today? Got a little Nationals, Reds this morning. Didn't really have some incredible moments. I mean, listen, baseball is always going to be known on the 4th of July for what? The Lou Gehrig speech. 
Right? That was on the 4th of July. And, right. Uh, Dave Rigetti's no-hitter that he threw. But, I mean, I thought it was a fun day. Baseball took advantage of the spotlight. I wish – here's a problem I have. I wish, like, uh, who's the right hold, rights holders for, for baseball? Fox, right, because there's right. games on FS1. Uh, ABC, ESPN. I don't know if there's regular holiday programming on 4th of July. I don't know if there's a ton of, uh, say, parades they do. But why didn't we have a couple of games on national TV today? Why wouldn't yeah. Fox say, you know what? It, it's it's a 4th of July. Nobody wants to watch, I don't know, Maury, what's ever on Fox during the day. I have no idea. Let's put a baseball game on at noon. Uh, maybe ABC says, you know, we don't do a ton of baseball, but we have this with ESPN. So since we shift games around all over the place, let's do a little bit of a different broadcast and put it on ABC. I guess it seems too easy to me. Why don't right. we try to showcase baseball a little bit more on the fourth? I like that idea. You know, I would, now that you brought that up, and I was thinking of the uh, earlier years when we used to put them on nationally, and you get mm-hmm. to see them all over the place. Uh, tell me if this doesn't ring a bell. This week in baseball, and they used to have the twib notes and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Do you even watch a show like that anymore? Do they even have a show like that anymore where they well, hi- have mean, the highlights of baseball, you know? I, I, again, I love it. Miss Twib Notes. Twib. <laughs> but we do kind of have this thing called the internet to all those things. I mean, this week in baseball, Arnie, yeah. was literally maybe the one time I would get to see Dodger highlights. Must watch. It was must watch TV. You understand that, right? No, I do. But then yeah. again, it was also like 30 years ago now. <laughs> so I, but getting back, bringing a full circle yes, here, yes. I just, I wish there was more attention paid to baseball. But with that in mind, I don't know if we're really helping it because well, I'm sitting here tonight complaining about whether or not the Angels should be moving on from Shohei Otani after the injury to Mike Trout and the unknown status for Otani and his contract in 24. I'm just curious, were you more on the 4th of July in the baseball? What about Wimbledon? I mean, that when I was younger, that was humongous. You understand that, don't you? Men's side, women's side, it didn't make a difference um, right around this time. You were always in the Wimbledon. You were watching it. It didn't even have to be in the finals or the semifinals. You'd be watching it whenever it was on. I have put tennis in a category that, unfortunately, my beloved sport of golf is in and maybe even my beloved NASCAR is in to where I think there is – in soccer, too. I think there is a great audience for all three, four of those sports that I mentioned. And and since you're bringing up Wimbledon, yes, Wimbledon, too. I think they need they need a universal standout rock star. They need a Tiger Woods. They need a John McEnroe. <laughs> a John McEnroe, right? A John McEnroe or someone, you know, Serena whenever she burst onto the scene and then she won so much you're like, ah, get a little bored. And then what Coco Goff and then, you know, kind of got bored with her even and she's still incredibly young. So, I don't I don't know, Arnie, it's a great question because I remember growing up and Watching, gosh, Mats Vilander and Boris Becker and all them, but Jimmy it's almost, Connors, those guys are great. Beyond Borg and Matt. I mean, we're re- listen. Here. Hold on here. We're really going back now. I mean, we we can go. We can go. Michael Chang, go a little bit more recent if you want. That's still thirty years ago. But I mean, Andy Roddick and guys like that. It's just it doesn't it doesn't do it for me. And it seems like it takes forever, right? People want to make fun of baseball. I'm like baseball games take too long. And they don't say anything about tennis. I mean, I'm watching the damn thing for seven hours. Like, did anything happen yet? And if it's so much as spits rain, they, they shut everything down. So I would put myself in that group. 
that couldn't tell you what's going on at Wimbledon right. until we get to the finals. It used and to I'm be a, sorry. I'm sorry used, for that. It used to be a bucket list thing to do. You know that, don't you? You that you like? I want to go out there and see it, and you know, check it out. You know, one of the things I've always wanted. Nah, not anymore. It's not like that at all. You know. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. You want to send me to England to cover an event? <laughs> I'll go do it. In fake Strawberries and in cream. Yeah, there right now. <laughs> well, again, Wimbledon is going on. Maybe we can talk Kevin Wired into getting it into the update for you. But to me, Arnie, the Fourth of July is. In sports, it's kind of an exhale, right? It's like, all right, we got baseball midseason. Maybe you'll get some breaking news. You know, I wildly, I think a lot about Steve McNair, uh, who was yeah taken yeah. from us on the Fourth of July. But from a sports perspective, unless you're a diehard baseball or tennis fan, or a major league eater, baby Joey Chestnut, yes. it it really isn't a holiday that's got sports in which it's the centerpiece of the celebration. I- and I think it should be. Right. No, I agree with you. You know, I put in a, um, and I don't know if you'll agree with this. That's why you probably didn't even see it in my rundown because I, I kind of squished it in there because I know you don't read what I what I said. Oh, you anyway. I read every yeah. 42 points that you sent for tonight. There's something that, that really doesn't have to do about the 4th of July, the day itself, but it does have a connection to it. Did you, you know what I'm talking about or what? Doesn't have... A tie to the 4th of July. But it kind of has a, a, a slight connection to it. And I'm talking about Rick Monday, who came in from the outfield or came in from his position to take the American flag away from guys that were lighting it on fire. I saw some people putting that out today because of the 4th of July and the flag and, and stuff like that. I didn't know if you remember that at all, you know? Well, I don't remember it, but I remember watching it, right? And I mean... It just, it was in a very, I mean, I don't want to get political, but everyone talks about, oh, we're in challenging times. Are right, we, right, 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 right. Are right. we really? I mean, if you think about it historically, a history class might help some of you out quite a bit. But um, it, that was a really, really hard time. We were very much divided. And Rick Monday went out and said, no, we're not doing that. That's not going to happen. And Arnie, it's why, gosh, I could really... Play the battle hymn of the Republic, by the way, because there's these moments in sports where it doesn't have to happen on the 4th of July, right. but they, they trigger something patriotic in you. I mean, I, I watched the George Bush throwing out the first pitch after right, 9-11 today. Yes, Great sports moment yeah, right. that seemed to bring everyone together, right? Yes, so, absolutely. Again, I, don't, I don't know where else you wanted to go with Rick Monday. Conversation, no, but, but it was a I moment saw, that brought a lot of people together. I because I just saw the highlight of it earlier in the day, and um, I totally had forgot about it. But it, again, it has nothing to do with the Fourth of July on that day. But it was a big moment. It was something you know we see that a lot. To be honest with you, it's been talked about. Now I don't know if the younger generation know what we're talking about. Maybe they should just look that up. But that was you're right, a big moment, and a lot of people. He's been asked about that a million times, and. Um, you know, it's certainly a big part of his uh, his past, no doubt about that. Well, and I, I'm glad you brought that up because maybe we do need to give some context. But um, Rick Monday was an outfielder for the Dodgers, the Dodgers, and um, they were hosting the Cubs on April 25th, 1976. During the fourth inning, two fans ran onto the field from the left field pavilion. Yep. to set fire to a United States flag. It was their symbol of protest. But out of nowhere, 
uh, Rick Monday ran over, snatched the flag before they could set it ablaze. The protesters were apparently father and son, and one threw lighter fluid in Monday's direction as he escaped with the flag. Wow. Monday later said he was motivated by his experiences with veterans and visits to veterans' hospitals. Uh, he was able to preserve the flag, and then the two were arrested. But that's the story, and that's one that, again, I'm sure maybe you've seen the highlights. Even if you yeah. have it, now you know the why behind They were out there a while, too. I mean, nowadays, that would have, they were, like, sitting out there having a picnic before, uh, you know, Monday went over. You're surprised. You're like, where was security in that whole thing, you know? <laughs> By the way, Arnie, I have bad news for the rest of the show for me. Yes, yes. I have, I have reached my rate limit. It has been exceeded. No, for this Tuesday night. You know, I mean, this was this is what happens when you send me eight thousand tweets during the day, and I got to look at them. Now my rate limit is exceeded. Oh so no! I don't know what you guys are talking about on Twitter, but I'll but log just on go to, to my burner. Just account. go to your individual Twitter account or to twitter.com, and you can check it out that way too. Uh, that's where I'm at. Oh, right. okay. So my bad. <laughs> you think you got a back door here to Elon Musk? <laughs> Help me out. You're Come supposed on. to know everyone. Yeah, there exactly. Is a, there is a story making the rounds that I think we need to get to, and I don't know if there's many legs to it, but here on a mm, Tuesday night on Fox Sports Radio, we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Arnie, I don't know if this is – no, no, I do know. I like Mike Florio. It's my precursor. It really seems as if he is on one to try to brew up a little bit of tension between Bill Belichick and Robert Kraft. Now, yeah, yeah. you'll be the first one to say right. you're not a Belichick fan, right? No, so I'm not. A lot of your criticism, which you're free and open to do whatever you want, say whatever you want, it comes from an area of jealousy, rage, <laughs> frustration, disappointment because he's always kicked the absolute s out of your dolphins so if you give that precursor just as a general thought are we seeing the end times of this relationship belichick it's, and Kraft? in the all time that belichick was with Kraft, have you ever seen or heard a divide such a divide between the two up till now? The answer is no. I, I've not heard one bad word. And you see what Tom thinks about um, Robert Kraft. It's like it's a father to him. Matter of fact, it does make you wonder if there was ever a dispute between um, Tom Brady and Belichick and Brady went ahead and went above him to Kraft. I could see Kraft siding with Brady every time, uh, 10 out of 10 times. With that but being that's, said, that's irrelevant you know, to this conversation. No, with just, just with that being said, though, even with that, you never really found out that was there was any tension between the two, even if Kraft sided with Brady. Now it comes out Belichick's like, well, you know, sometimes we didn't get these players and, you know, it, and we didn't go after this. And, you know, Kraft comes out and says, he got everybody that he wanted out there. And you know what? I kind of agree with Kraft, to be honest with you. Did they get the best players with the most money every time? Probably not, but I think he did the most to accommodate them. Um, he certainly won Super Bowls with the guys they went out and got, so mm -hmm. I'm on Kraft's side on this. You're on Kraft's side on this? Yes, I am. Well, what side is that? What, that they went ahead and supplied him with everything that he's wanted. Do you feel like... 
Do you? I'm, I'm just curious because I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. Right, right. I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out if there's even anything here. Like Florio's got a really well-written piece, but it's just, it's assuming a lot of things right now, right? They took a quote, gave all the context you needed, and kind of went, oh, oh, looky here. And I'll, I'll give you that quote here in just a second. But if you're Kraft, do you look at that and say, all right, we've missed the playoffs two of the last three years since Brady's right. been gone. Obviously, we've struggled offensively. I mean, do you point the finger for that? At Belichick, or, I mean, do you point the finger at losing a Josh McDaniels? Do you say, hey, Brady did retire, and it's hard to replace a legend when you don't have the number one pick overall like the Colts seem to always have whenever something like this happens? But, I mean, how, I mean, that's a pretty quick – you went from being the Don yeah. and one of the best and chasing the winningest coach of all time, Arnie, to being like, oh, yeah, you can't get it done three years, you suck. Yeah, it's not what you've done for me. It's what you've done for me lately. You've heard that before. And, um, yeah, I, I think that if you're going to be taking all the credit like Belichick was doing for all the past Super Bowls, then you've got to start taking the blame. And now with, uh, with Tommy being gone, you're really going to go ahead and take the blame. Show us what you've got. And uh, if I'm the owner, I'm not liking the way I see this team, and I don't see a quarterback – um, in my future right now. So, yeah, I, I got to be upset a little bit if I'm craft. Well, when we come back, I'll, I'll read the quote that we're drawing a lot out of, and you tell me whether you're buying or selling the latest on the future of one Bill Belichick. With Arnie Spanier, I'm Chris Plank. We're sitting in for Jason and Mike on Fox Sports Radio, and we're brought to you by TireRack.com. When's the last time you looked at your tires? I mean, a really close inspection. Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. They take longer to stop, not to mention they decrease your vehicle's economy. To check, grab a quarter, stick it in the tread. If you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Head over to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available as well in many areas. They bring the tires to you at your home or work and install them on site. Ultra convenient. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results and special offers. That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? 
Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Solid work from the Dodgers' bullpen. As we come to you live from the TireRack.com studios, it's Arnie and Plank sitting in for Jason and Mike. And as we go to the bottom of the ninth inning, Dodgers have given up three freaking top of the ninth inning runs and trail the Pirates, the Pirates, nine to seven. But but they do have runners at first and third with two outs, so we'll see. You kidding me right now? You had a chance to cut the Diamondbacks' lead to a game and a half, and you're going to blow this thanks to freaking Evan Phillips? I don't trust a pitcher that wears number 59, Arnie. You wonder where the anger and rage comes from with the Dodgers? It's I give you t- 59. <laughs> I give you tonight number 59 blowing the game for us. Goodness when, gracious. When you get to game 151, then, uh, then I'll start getting outraged, right? One fifty-two. I mean, what? You can't. So you can't be outraged before then. I'm already outraged with my Mets. I'm already over that. The season's done with me. Yeah, you're actually pushing for a uh, a split season. You're That's so right. done with your Mets. I, but it's got to start now. <laughs> so magically, it's like listen. Yeah, listen. Things aren't going well for the Mets. <laughs> Or we're starting a split season this year. Hey, we made things up during the COVID years. We could do that now, right? We, we were mixing things up and adding schedules to college football and baseball right. when we were going to start it. So let's just do that. You know? Be, I, hold on a second. Quick little disclaimer. When Arnie said we were making things up during COVID, I just want to make it very clear. He's talking about sports. Yes, yes. Schedules and stuff like that. Okay. A lot of reaction to your Rick Monday. No, yes. that you brought up. Johnny James hit us up on Twitter. Proudly displayed in my sports cave, happy fourth, with a oh. picture of Rick Monday running away with the flag. That is so cool. That uh, is so cool. Jason B. writes, Tommy Lasorda was right behind Rick Monday to save the flag. That's it would have cool. taken him a little longer to get out there, though. Yeah, Tommy, you know, it's probably, yeah. he had a good little waddle to him. <laughs> um, uh, Pete Libby writes, what Rick did was the best play in sports History. There you go. Good reaction to that. By the way, Pete did add that Lou Gehrig speech, guys, 84 yeah. years ago today, still powerful. True, wow. or farce, uh, true or false, Arnie Spanier was at the game. Were you yes. at that game? Yes, I was at the game. Yes, I remember that. Four years I, well, ago. Actually, technically, I wasn't at the game. I was looking through the peephole, through the fence ah. in the outfield. You know, they used to do that back in the day. Yeah, back in the, back in the day. The mean streets of, where did you, the, which, the Bronx, which New York, Palisades, yeah. wherever yeah. you grew up? <laughs> All right, here's the quote. We were talking last segment, and... Uh, Kevin Wyatt's coming up here in a bit. He'll get you caught up on all the Angels injury news that has led to conversations about the future of one Shohei Otani. But here's the quote on potential tension between Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. So this goes back to the league meetings in Arizona. 
And I guess Mike Florio was hungry for content, and guess what? I took the bait, Arnie. I took the bait. Yes, you do. Robert Kraft was asked, you guys have posted a losing record two of the last three seasons. If that happens again, could Bill Belichick's job be in jeopardy, or is he here to break Don Shula's all-time win record and beyond? Fair question. Absolutely. Kraft said, look, I'd like him to break Don Shula's record, but I'm not looking for any of our players to get great stats. We're about winning and doing whatever we can to win, and that's what our focus is now. And I, it's very important to me that we make the playoffs, and that's what I hope happens next year. Sounds like he's been upset about not having a good team and not good enough to make the playoffs. You know, Kraft also said that one thing that would satisfy him in 23 was winning number seven. But he also kind of fell a little bit short of saying, oh, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to go get seven. Well, you, so you, I don't know what to read into this, if anything. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. You, you know why Kraft is so desperate to win another Super Bowl. You know what Tom said to him when when they wouldn't give him another year in the contract, they made him go to Tampa. You know what he said to him, don't you? What did he say to him? Well, I, I don't know this is a fact, but if I was Tom, I'd say to him, <laughs> okay, old man, if that's the way you want it, that's the way you want it. You're never winning another Super Bowl again. Not without me ever, ever, ever again. You're never going to see that again, old man, and walked out. Is that what Tom Brady, what, is that what you would have said? Oh, in a heartbeat. You don't, why, you don't think you would have said something like that too? I mean, I doubt it. Oh, <laughs> stop it. I mean, they've given you hundreds of millions of dollars. That's, I've saved them millions still, of dollars. You still have this theory that the Patriots kicked him to the curb. I don't think that happened. I don't care what anyone tries to report. I don't think Robert Kraft would boot Tom Brady to the curve because well, in your mind, in your mind, wouldn't he win that well, with all quote, the love for Kraft? Quote, unquote, as Tom Brady, Mr. Senior said, I knew it wasn't going to end up good well for Tom. Didn't well, he mean, say that? That's his dad who Tom Brady said, shut up, dad, whenever he's. <laughs> so I've never really, I've never really been a big believer that the Patriots chased off Tom Brady Chris, like you do. Chris, I, I, I would have put my arm around them. I would have said, hey, old man, have a good life. He's your age. And you're never, ever, ever, he's not my age, and you're never, ever, ever going to win a Super Bowl again. So enjoy the ones that I've got you, and I hope you've got your, your little trophies on display, but you're never going to see another one. Have a good day, though. I'll see you later. Yeah, yeah you're, meanwhile, damn, you're damn right I would have said that. Smiling and hanging out in the Hamptons is you're what damn Tom right Brady I, and Robert yeah, Kraft are doing well, right now. Da- maybe I have more guts than everybody else then. I don't know. I, I'm sure that's what it is, Arnie. Yes, I'm, I'm sure, sure it's, it you is, have more guts than anyone else. Well, yeah. there's, regardless- people say, there's people listening right now going, yeah, I would have done the same thing, Arnie. You go. You go. You tell them. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that you would have yelled and screamed to the guy that, you're claiming has you have a great relationship with. Well, now you kissed and made up, but at that point it wasn't no, no, a great no. relationship. You even said earlier, and yeah. I'm not just saying you painted yourself in a corner. I, right, you don't right. need me holding you accountable for everyone right. to see that. Of course not. But you basically said, could you imagine if it ever came down to Brady or Belichick? Well, in your mind it did because you're claiming that they kicked Brady to the curb. Yeah. So I in do- your mind he chose Belichick over Brady. 
Well, he, he went to Brady during the playing years, though, and I'm sure, first of all, we all know how Belichick was upset that he had to, you know, get rid of Jimmy G, right? That, that That's kind of documented, and, you know, there was other stuff, too. I'm, I'm sure he's gone against Belichick a couple of times. You know what? You can have Jimmy G back. Right? Just go <laughs> take him back. Because you know what Jimmy G's good for? You know what Jimmy G's incredibly talented at doing, Arnie? What's and this that? is an art. This is an art. Missing games. Wow. He is maybe the best in the league at missing games. All right. Well, it's a story maybe to keep an eye on. I, I think New England's going to be a little bit better than some people are giving them credit for. But again, you're going into a division that right now, if everyone stays healthy, looks like the toughest division in all of sports. All right, it's update time. Kevin Wired is in the house. What's trending, Kevin? Yeah, the Angels not staying healthy, especially today. Mike Trout placed on the injured list. He was diagnosed with a broken bone in his left hand. He injured it swinging at a pitch against the Padres last night, and he's going to go on the injured list and will miss a minimum of a month, but it very well could be much longer than that. And to make matters worse, they lost to the Padres today 8-5, to and in that game, Shohei Otani started on the mound but had to leave with a finger injury. Uh, he had a broken fingernail earlier, and that was a speculation on that's what it was tonight. However, it's being reported that instead, it's actually a blister on that same finger. So the likelihood of him pitching in the All-Star game has been uh, greatly diminished. Another injury for the Angels in tonight's game. Anthony Rendon fouling a pitch off his shin and now has a bruised bone and his day today. As for the other team in Los Angeles. That game has just gone final between the Pirates and the Dodgers. A back-and-forth affair. The Dodgers bullpen giving it up in the late innings as Pittsburgh wins at 9-7. And for Los Angeles, it was bad news to start the day as well. Dustin May, a guy they were expecting to be a key part of their rotation this season. He's missed time due to injury, and now he will be out the rest of the season and very well into next year as well. He's going to have surgery, season-ending surgery, to repair his right flexor tendon. Several other games in Major League Baseball today. Everything has gone final. The Reds win at Washington 8-4. Ellie De La Cruz 4-4-4. Jonathan India hitting home runs in back-to-back at bats. Phillies beat the Rays 3-1. Aaron Nola getting the win for Philadelphia as he struck out 12 batters in seven and a third innings. Rangers all over the Red Sox 6-2. Mitch Garver leading the way with a home run. A double. Four runs batted in. Marlins trounced the Cardinals 15-2. Luis Arreyes going one for three and he now is hitting 387 on the season so not quite at the 400 level he had been but still a very impressive as we head into the all-star break twins beat the royals 9-3 and the yankees outslugged the orioles 8-4 now it wouldn't be the fourth of july right without some hot dog eating and we had the hot dog eating contest on coney island looked like it might not happen for a while there was a lightning delay but our all-american hero joey chestnut came through again his eighth straight title at the coney island hot dog eating contest he had 62 which believe it or not was the under total the over under for the game or for the contest if you were betting on it was 72 and a half and Joey Chestnut he didn't meet that but he uh, ate enough to still win the title 62 it's his eighth straight hot dog eating title and his 16th overall Mickey Sudo 39 and a half to win the ladies division it's her ninth straight title there and at Wimbledon Carlos Alcaraz the top seed he breezes through in straight sets in the first round Andy Murray also winning on his home court back to you guys I am such a uh, a numbers nerd Arnie thanks Kevin because I was thinking about the absolute tank job that my beloved Dodgers did tonight 
And I was joking about how Evan Phillips is some dude that pitches and is wearing number 59. But I forgot the even worse part of the night tonight for the Dodgers is the dude that really started to blow it for him was Gavin Stone, who wears number 71. Arnie, name a great pitcher in baseball that wore number 71. What are we doing, Dodgers? I'll get back to what you are on we that. Doing? Yeah, I'll get back to you on that one. So, <sighs> By the way, can, do, can, am I allowed to take shots at other hosts here, or I shouldn't do that? It's your show, man. I'm just along for the ride, whatever you want. Uh, you know, Rob Parker kind of got on our boy uh, uh, Kevin Wyatt. I don't know if you Uh-oh. heard the update a couple uh, hours ago. I mean, we're, we're three hours into the show. I didn't even know what was on before us now. I forgot. Well, uh, you know, he was uh, ripping him because he brought up De La Cruz and Rookie of the Year. And he goes, what are you talking about? Gonna be? You know, De La Cruz is like one of the favorite or the favorite to win Rookie of the Year in the National League. And he was kind of giving Kevin a little grief about that. So just had to stick up for Kevin. That's Arnie, all. I've heard people that want to put him in the MVP conversation yeah. <laughs> with what he's done so far in major league baseball uh just for argument's sake yeah let's see where is ellie de la cruz right now in the national oh, this is american league rookie of the year uh national league rookie of the year ellie de la cruz my uh, plus 400 on DraftKings, plus 600 on FanDuel. 500 and 400 bet mgm and caesars so that's where he is right now uh, Corbin Carroll is yeah, right up the, there with yeah, him, he's the favorite. as is Yuri Perez. Oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Perez's numbers are much larger. He's got a plus 4,000, but De La Cruz and Corbin Carroll. So it's not a bad take, right? No, he was – I forget who he said he thought it should be, though. He had somebody um, that's even a longer shot than that. It might have been Jordan Walker. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Why isn't it James Outman? Oh, because the Dodgers are too busy breaking everyone's heart right now <laughs> in order for that to happen. All right, on Twitter, that's the best way to stay in touch with the show. At Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show. Roger the Engineer writes, Bjorg, McEnroe, and Connors were the Magic Bird and Dr. J era of tennis. The Stinking Genius is right on that one. P.S., isn't this the NFL part of the show? I saw Josh McDaniels wasn't rated as the worst NFL coach. Can you believe that? Oh yeah. What was your response article, when you yeah. sent me that list? What was my response to you? You're like, I'm surprised he wasn't 30 seconds. No, no, I didn't say I was surprised. Yeah. I said he's 30 seconds. <laughs> I didn't say I was surprised. You're right. He's 30 seconds. He's the worst right. coach in the NFL. Yeah. And right now, Dave Ziegler, a guy that I want to believe in, a guy that I look at, I'm like, this is my kind of guy. Dave Ziegler is the kind of guy that if I was having a cold beer, I would want him next to me. But holy smokes, I wonder if he watches football. Because some, and, and then I wonder, if do they ever look at medical reports? Do the Dodge or the Raiders, do you ever look at medical reports? We got a quarterback with a foot that had surgery. He had surgery on his foot, and you still sign him? You draft a guy that basically is coming off essentially a Liz Franck injury, like in the top 10, Arnie. What are we doing right I, now in I Vegas? don't understand. Why are you upset? I thought you want to be lousy so you can have that number one pick, right? Isn't that way? So you get Caleb. Here's so, the thing. Here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. You can be lousy and want to tank if you feel like you got some people in place that are putting you in the right direction. I don't think the Raiders have that. I think that you've got the potential and a really good GM in Dave C. I think he's got potential. 
But they've who's ever they got to get away from drafting hurt guys. I mean, it's just killed killed this franchise. And oh, the drafts have been so bad, Arnie. They've been so bad. So you're right. I want them to tank. I don't think there is any benefit in rolling Jimmy G out there and hobbling him around to make Devontae Adams happy. I think you get what you can for Josh Jacobs. Get what you can for Devontae Adams. Hit the freaking reboot button, and let's go get Caleb Williams or Drake May because you're not going anywhere in the AFC West for the next decade with Mahomes and Herbert there with Jimmy Garoppolo and who's the guy? I don't even, I forgot the guy's name they got from Purdue already. Couldn't care. Aiden O'Connell, right? Oh, Aiden O'Connell's going to lead us yeah, somewhere. Exactly. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You could get probably Sorry, a, a nice little package now. for uh, Josh Jacobs uh, or Adams. You know what I mean? I'm could sure you? A, yeah. You know, why, no, you they just give away players well, because they're that arrogant. It's a running back, so they're not valued anyway. So what difference is that? Yeah, anyway? I mean, that's the funniest thing to me. Carson Wentz netted a first-round pick. <laughs> um, you got second-round picks for Alex Smith. The freaking Raiders have a nine-year starter that they decide, oh, we don't want to get him hurt, so they bench him for the last three, two games and don't get anything for him. Nothing. Nada, zippo, so you, zilch. Now you feel Damn now you, you know, now you know what the Angel fans are going to feel like when Otani leaves and you get nothing for him. Uh, here is one from Pedro who writes, Ben Maller, tweeting at Ben Maller, I know you fly solo, but I think – no." Ben doesn't fly solo. He's got Eddie there with him. Right. But he writes, I know you fly solo, but I think it would be extremely entertaining if you and Arnie would team up from time to time. However, are you guys at odds? I think you're both very funny. Obviously, Pedro, who has hearing issues. Go ahead, Arnie. Are you at odds with Ben Maller right now? No, no, I'm not at odds with Ben Maller. I said last night that people should call into his show and ask. I was telling the story how Ben and I were in Indianapolis and uh, we were out there. I think it was the Lakers-Pacers final. And we're in a hotel. And we're in a hot tub. And in came uh, like seven or eight women. And they were topless. 
and I wanted Ben to finish the story. So I don't know if he ever got to finish that story. But um, no, I I uh, I don't want to work till six a.m. It's just a little too much. You know what I mean? So I overnights. It just a little takes too much out of me. For Do that. you ever think that these people have families that they don't want those stories out on public radio anymore? Ben's a happily married man right now. Do you think I, he has, wants to have to explain to his wife about oh, I was in a hot tub and a bunch of ladies came in without tops on? Yeah, that didn't occur to me. I wasn't Not everyone about. runs their house. <laughs> All right, when we come back to the Tyrac.com, more of your tweets at Stinky Genius uh, One. I'm at Plank Show. We're brought to you in part by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit card automatically doubles all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's Arnie and Plank here on Fox Sports Radio. Next hour, Draymond Green making a little noise today. Wow. Did you know Paul George had a podcast? Were you aware of that? I think I was, but I haven't really heard it. Yeah, it it looks cool. It's got a little between two uh, ferns look to it. Uh, But I got so angry when you brought up the Raiders. I'm just very triggered right now. I've got to calm myself down that I didn't even get to the list of the top 32 coaches. According to, now, do you remember where you even saw this? Uh, no, I have no idea. I didn't even <laughs> open it up. I just sent it to you when I saw that it had McDaniels at, at number 30. You know, this is why I don't I lie. wanted to ruin your holiday, so I made sure. No, that, no, no, you, yeah. you ruined my holiday knowing yeah. I had to work I with want, you. I, I want, thank you. I wanted to send it to you right away. So, um, Well, I, I yeah. saw it. I'd seen it before. But here's the thing that is, which is, by the way, everything you ever send Arnie. He was like, saw that. So I'm just going to start saying that on everything you ever send me. Yes, saw that. Yes. Saw that. Or correcting when you send me a fake tweet, which you've fallen wow. for before. Well, Steve Kerr was fired in one tweet that you sent. Yeah, I, was, I fell for that one. Yes, you got me on that it's Okay, one. hey, I wasn't trying to get you. But I did fall for the fact that I thought Oregon was getting LED lights in their field. So it all it, it happens all the time. <laughs> but here's what I found interesting in this list. It was yeah. from CBSSports.com. And their top 10 was fascinating. Okay, I'll just run through it real quick. Because we are in list season. Yes, we are. And, of course, no one loves a list more than us here on Fox Sports Radio. Andy Reid was number one, followed by Kyle Shanahan, number two. Bill Belichick was three. Sean McVay, four. John Harbaugh, five. Then Tomlin, six. Mike Tomlin, six for the Steelers. Sean McDermott was seventh. Followed by first-year Broncos head coach Sean Payton in eighth, Pete Carroll at nine, and Doug Peterson at ten. Arnie, did you notice what at least eight of those ten coaches had in common? What was that? A Super Bowl ring. Right. McDermott and Kyle Shanahan, not so much. Right. But Shanahan, number two? I thought that's the first thing that got me when you said it. I'm like, Wow. Um, and they're, they're just talking about, like, right now, this year. So, obviously, they're punishing Belichick for the last three years. But how could you not have Belichick at number two? I have no idea. So. Yeah, and, and there isn't, 
like a specific reasoning behind it. I like to say whenever it's like, I'm ranking the coaches by this. And I would say, Cody Benjamin, show your work. I don't really know if there is much work on this except to say, all right, here's what I think. Because the explanation was this, which coach makes the biggest difference with his strategy, his experience, and his leadership? Here, there, that was their pecking order. So their strategy, experience, and leadership. I'm so. I mean, listen, Andy Reid well, belongs up there. I mean, Belichick's got to be like one A if that's your reasoning behind this right now. Right. Uh, with, with how many years he's been coaching? So you know, obviously, somebody like McDaniel's. Though you could say McDaniel's has been a successful coordinator, but I guess that doesn't really count. Then I'm, I'm assuming you're talking about Josh McDaniel's or Mike McDaniel. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Josh McDaniels. What? No, quit bringing him up. He's <laughs> terrible. He is terrible at his job. Bronco fan, I agree with you. You were right. He is not a good head coach. He might be a great coordinator, or he might need Tom Brady to get him to the next level. But as a coach, he doesn't inspire anything. He stands there and looks mad the whole time. I'm mad too, bro. But <laughs> it, it's just... I, Again, we're going to fall for every single list that's out there right now because, right. like we said, it is that time of year. But I, I, if I'm a Niner fan, I'm very happy where my team is. I feel like Shanahan and, and John Lynch have created this great relationship and they kind of understand each other very well. Lynch knows what Shanahan wants and vice versa. I mean, I, I think things are pretty smooth in Buffalo. They gave McDermott a long-term deal. But I don't know if you're talking about leadership and experience and all these things. I don't know how a coach that's won a Super Bowl can be placed behind someone that hasn't. I mean, these dudes have rings. And I don't necessarily – I love Shanahan, Arnie. I don't think he's the second-best coach in the NFL right now. No. I I like Sean McDermott. I don't think he's the seventh-best coach in the NFL right now. And does it it matter if they're also offensive or defensive coordinators or – um, if they're not doing anything and they're like Pete Carroll and they just look like somebody's uncle that has a good seat for the game. so Well, I mean, what's Belichick doing? <laughs> right? I mean, you, you get to this point for these guys where well, their uncle has a great seat for the game, but at least he's cheering. At least he's yes, cheering. Yes, you're right about that. He is cheering. Well, I'm surprised he doesn't have like popcorn with him when he's up and down the, the sideline. Where was the quarterback list that you had? I saw you listed a quarterback list, but you never sent it to me. I mean, you know we're in list season, Arnie. Right, right. So whenever you mentioned the top 32 quarterbacks, was this the Arnie Spanier list, or was this another one of these clickbaity headlines? It was another one into? of the clickbaity headlines. I thought I sent it to you, so I don't know where it would be now. Yeah. <laughs> This is why I can't stand the Roman numeral list of a rundown. Right. It'll just say top 32 quarterbacks. I'm like, oh, Arnie, what do you think about the top 32 quarterbacks? Well, I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I need a link or something. And any of these lists that don't have Patrick Mahomes number one, they're they're, they're trying to get your click. I mean, I'm sure BengalsInsider.com would have a breakdown as to why Joe Burrow is number one. It could make a hell of a debate. I'm sure... BuffaloBillsFans.com could have Josh Allen number one, but every single one of these conversations begins and ends with Patrick Mahomes, right? Right. Of course it does. There's no other number one out there unless it was Tom Brady in his prime. About Tom Brady in his prime, and that's about it. All right, when we come back, we'll start the bonus hour with Draymond Green and a finals MVP. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts 
so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.